You're listening to The Huddle with Penn State Sports Business Conference, presented by Pepsi. Welcome back into The Huddle. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. We are in 2022. I'm Destiny Sanchez alongside Noah Odige. Noah, how are you feeling in this new year so far? Feeling good. I'm feeling good about, you know, just watch a lot of football. Actually, it's it's over, actually. So I kind of retract that statement. I'm not feeling good. But, uh, you know, I'm doing good. It's a new year, 2022. Content, content, content. I'm ready to put some out. Yes. And over break, it was a lot of football going on. Yes. And we kind of ended the football season with our first day of school. <laughs> so I mean, um, interesting little transition there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Definitely seeing the college football season come to an end um, at, our, at our first day of the spring semester, take it back to the f- college football season starting on the fir- on around the first weekend of our fall semester. But, you know, it ended on a great note last night, the national championship game between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs. I would thought it was going to be a barn burner after Alabama destroyed Georgia in the SEC championship, but that wasn't the case. This was a boring game for the first three quarters no I agree I most of the game I was just like this is quite boring um it was nothing really fantastic was going on I just felt like there was a lot of kind of just like complacency like on the field bad passes nothing exciting Bama had a lot of injuries um but the excitement increased at the end definitely that's where like the whole story really is is that fourth quarter so that fourth quarter, yeah, for sure. Georgia putting up 20 points um, in that fourth quarter. Um, it was a field goal fest up until the second half. And, you know, again, the biggest story, Georgia winning the first national championship in 41 years, the eighth longest drought, I think, in college football. And, you know, Bama, that's the thing. Usually they're, they're here and usually they have Georgia's number, but Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs got it done with their defense. And I, first off, I know all the Bama fans are going to say, you know, our top two receivers were hurt, yada, yada, yada. It's whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Georgia rightfully deserved um, this national championship. I mean, I'm not going to be a fan of the unbearable Georgia fans that are going to be talking about this for the next 200 something days until the next season. So, listen, I think that the state of Georgia is probably like Mardi Gras right now with the Braves (laughs) winning the World Series and now Georgia. Like that city is going to be in shutdown for quite some time. Quite like the crazy extended party going on. (laughs) Um, But I think we should take it back because I would say, even though it's a national championship, this definitely was not the most exciting um, slate of the bowl of bowl season or college football in the last couple of weeks. We talk about the exciting games over break. Destiny, what were your, give me some of your top three games from this past um, bowl season. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. I think the bowl games are definitely a little more exciting than this championship game. Um, So right now, uh, I have as my number three spot for my um, top three bowl games, I have the Fiesta Bowl with Oklahoma State 37, Notre Dame 35. Um, Early in the game, I thought Notre Dame had in the back. Like right out of the gates, they were 28 and seven and less than two minutes left in the second quarter. Like that's kind of like a comfortable score to be at, I, I would say. Um, but then Oklahoma scored a touchdown at such like a bizarre time. They just started turning it up. Like they scored a touchdown. I think there was like 37 seconds left. 
Yes. Um, and it's just one of those games that the narrative was changed so quickly and they just really, Oklahoma really came to play. Like it was just, I don't know, you didn't, wouldn't have expected it from the way the game was going in the beginning. I think that they turned it up a few notches after scoring that touchdown right before the half, um, like going into the locker room, they were already like fired up. So they just came in and uh, took home the win in the second half. Um, I think yeah. personally this game, you know, a lot of storylines in this game, Oklahoma State, they just came off of losing the Big 12 championship in which Spencer Sanders, their QB, played terribly. Notre Dame, their new coach, Marcus Freeman, um, his first game coaching, they, he's, they said, look, this is the Marcus Freeman era in Notre Dame. Let's see how they do. You know, two good quarterbacks. You have Spencer Sanders, who is coming back probably for another year. You have Long Island native Jack Cohn, who played extremely well. He played extremely poorly towards the end of the season, but in this game, he really lit it up. This was a very exciting game. It's not in my top three, but mostly because you hate to see a team like Notre Dame squander a lead, but there's probably, there's more squandered leads um, in the, in bowl season, you know, as usual. I think for me, my number three definitely had to be, although the score wasn't as close, the Alamo Bowl with the Oregon Ducks and Oklahoma Sooners. Going to this game, I was like, I'm not watching this. Oregon lost their coach. Oklahoma lost their coach of pretty much everybody. I was like, this is going to be a game that's going to be boring. Both teams are going to transition into new regimes. And then Oklahoma comes and eats the doors off of Oregon. Oregon played a good game too. Um, Caleb Williams um, decides to have one great showing and then, you know, enters a transfer portal. But um, Oklahoma seeing um, Bob Stoops come back and coach one game, Oregon seeing what's going to happen for them next year. 47 to 32 victory for Oklahoma. I think this was a really fun game to watch, mostly because of all the storylines. And, you know, I'm all for offense. So I'm glad, you know, this was a okay game to watch. No, yeah, I, I think that's a good spot to put that one as number three. Um, it was definitely a good game to watch. A lot of different things were going on. Yes. Um, my number two is the Music City Bowl with Purdue 48, Tennessee 45. Besides the multiple flags... <laughs> On both sides of this game. I really just enjoyed it. You know, Tennessee led 21 to seven after the first, and then Purdue came back scoring 16 points in the second. Um, I think that second quarter really made this game. And just to put the cherry on top, Tennessee scoring with a minute 35 yeah. remaining in the game, forcing it overtime. I think I, I just love those games where they, it goes back and forth with the score ending and then going into overtime, there's so much intensity, um, a lot of like at, is at stake. And I think that um, getting that overtime win is just, it's classic comeback story. So I really enjoyed that one. You know, as a Penn State fan, I'm kind of tired of overtime, um, especially seeing another, big, <laughs> especially seeing another Big Ten school um, win a, a bowl game. But I had the Music City Bowl at, at my, as my number two as well. Purdue has a knack of putting up a lot of points when they don't need to, as they did against Michigan State this year. And against Tennessee, they really, really showed up. And, you know, yeah, a lot of flags in this game, a very controversial game. Um, but, yeah, Purdue played came to play. They This was a barn burner. I definitely enjoyed this game, and that's why it's number two. I think it's a perfect spot to put it at number two. Yeah, so at number one, I think it's a lot of people's favorite game, um, the Rose Bowl, Ohio State 48, Utah 45. 
Um, Utah, he, they had the lead in the first quarter. And I was honestly surprised by Ohio State's uh, performance in the beginning. Um, but then their offense just exploded with an old-fashioned shootout. Um, CJ Stroud had 573 yards and six touchdowns. That was insane. Um, and the so Utah then tied the game, less than two minutes left. And then Ohio State kicked the win game, the game winning field goal with nine seconds remaining. Uh, and again, another game where it's just like a nail biter, just classic shootout win for Ohio textbook comeback story. And I felt that Utah and Ohio overall played a great game in Pasadena. Yeah. Utah coming off the Pac-12 championship. Lo- love that. Love this team. The only thing better than this game were their jerseys in this game. Beautiful, beautiful jerseys. Um, a lot of people say, hey, would Utah have won if Cameron Rising didn't go down with an injury? CJ Stroud, I am not looking forward to playing him for the next two, three years um, for Penn State. But he had a great, great game. Obviously, you said the 570 yards and six touchdowns. But let's not forget about Jackson Smith and Jigba. 347 yards and three touchdowns. Another person we have to put. <laughs> Same with Marvin Harrison Jr., who had three touchdowns. I. Ohio State, if this was their down year, going 11-2 and and winning the Rose Bowl in this fashion, I am I am not excited for No, they're uh, definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with. I, I, I already think that C.J. Stroud's the best QB in college football already, and this game was a perfect, uh, perfect reminder of that. And I'm glad the Rose Bowl actually lived up to the hype. You know, a lot of great Rose Bowls in the past, whether with this one, obviously Penn State, USC a couple of years ago. Um, it, this is the Rose Bowl lived up to the hype. So I, I'm, I put that as my number one too, you know, it's great to see two teams actually put up a fight against each other and people counted Utah out, but they actually showed that they came to play. They could be players in the, um, in the PAC 12 for seasons to come. No, oh, yeah, definitely. And I think, um, I guess like an honorable mention bowl game. I really like Georgia's bowl game. Yeah. I, it was a good one. I felt like, oh no. Georgia beating the doors off of Michigan is great to see. I am all for that. I'm really all for that. I think another team um, that I was really looking forward to see play was Cincinnati against Alabama. I've been pushing the Cincinnati narrative the entire season. I've gotten a lot of flack from Penn State fans and other fans alike for, you know, pushing the Cincinnati narrative. And they did get beat by Bama, but not as bad as people expected. Another game I wanted to touch on real quick, the Clemson-Iowa State game. Clemson, a down year for them. Ten wins, and they win the Cheez-It Bowl after probably one of the craziest pick sixes I've ever seen um, from the Tigers. I, I think that the bowl, this bowl season was probably a really good reminder that, you know, after a year off from, you know, fans in college football, and obviously we had a bunch of cancellations. We had a lot of good games. And, you know, even though one of our teams, you know, couldn't, get it done in the Outback Bowl. We got to see some good football from other teams. That was not even close. <laughs> like that one, it won't, I don't think I'll ever have that game high up on my list. <laughs> that was like, uh, it's just not an enjoyable game. <laughs> it was a hard game to watch. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we had the couple highlights, you know, Parker Washington's catch. We had, mm, yes. um, and, you know, I think go, if we want to talk about more Penn State with this bowl game, what it showed was that, you know, there's a lot to look forward to in the future with 
um, Penn State football. You have Parker Washington, who's going to be one of the best, I think, receivers in the Big Ten um, this upcoming season. Jair Brown, Daquan Hardy, two corners that are coming back. Um, and Jair Brown, who led the, the nation in interceptions, he's coming back. And a couple good defensive pieces. And I'm not surprised we lost. Uh, but, you know, it's a good look for the future. We have Kristen Veyu and we have Drew Alar coming in. But yeah, it's a good look for the future. No, I, I, that's a good way to like summarize that outback out bowl for Penn State. I feel like I was a good glimpse of something, some things that we can see next season, like from Parker. Also, Keanu Lambert Smith. Yes. He's had a great game as well. Um, so that was really exciting. Um, yeah. I think that overall, these bowl games, there were some really good ones um, that also could have been on my list as well. Those were my top three. Um, okay. And that Georgia bowl game, I think like Georgia, they are a very experienced Georgia team. Yeah. And I think that if Georgia were to beat Bama in the championship, it would have been last night and they capitalized on sure. that. I think they had like, that was their best shot like right now because- of course. Uh, Bama is a very young team, so. It's, yeah, sadly. I mean, Bryce Young is a sophomore, and he was the Heisman. So, like, I I am not looking forward to I mean, obviously, Bama is always going to be there. You know, I think I, I saw something um, saw something online when they said, you know, if Bama went, won the championship last night, it would be like giving a million, a million bucks to a billionaire, you know? Like, it would have been Nick Saban's seventh or eighth national championship, which is crazy. Um, I think I've, I don't think I've, since I follow college football, I don't think Bama has ever had a bad season. So. Oh yeah. And like, that's not even like Nick, Nick Saban has brought them six times. Six and times. I think that's not even counting when they've even just made it. And yeah, they exactly. like, like they're a very, he has, he's running that program very well. I think either way it was going to be a game for the history books. Like if Bama won or, and Georgia won. So like if Bama won, you know, it's Nick Saban's 15. <laughs> Like, you know, it's like a good, it would have been a nice story for the history books, but, you know, I think that this was Georgia's greatest chance to capitalize. Yeah, I think they definitely, I mean, people are talking about Georgia as a perennial contender. I don't think so. I think this was it. I I honestly think this is it because Bama's only getting better. Other teams in the SEC are only getting better, but it was good for Georgia. I'm happy for Kirby Smart, who finally, he had that championship ripped away from him in 2017. Um, obviously, they had a, such a dominant season this year, only to lose to Bama in the SEC Championship. You know, reset, regroup, and they won it last night, and I'm happy for them. So, go dogs! I hate Georgia, though. I hate Georgia. I'm never ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Two two teams in Georgia right now that are very happy. The yeah. and- I hope that's it. You know, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kept seeing the. Even when they were up, I was like, I hope Georgia blows it. And I, because it would just bring the city, the entire state pain, because you know how how Georgia sports teams are. Yeah. yeah. Well, overall, really great season, uh, college football season in general. Um, and excited to see, you know, um, where next year brings us, honestly. Yeah. Um, lots of new moving parts, I feel like, across all of college football. So I'm very, very excited. Yeah, it's going to be, it's, gonna, it's only what, 255 days away, but who's counting? <laughs> it looks like you were counting. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait for um, the 2022 season. And you know what? That's a wrap. That's a wrap for uh, college football in 2021. So I'm happy. I'm happy we had a great season, a great bowl season, and 
a great storybook ending to it. Yeah, and I'm very excited for the next coming weeks with the huddle. Very good lineup coming up. I'm excited for everyone to listen. The conference literally right around the corner. So lots, lots to look forward to this year, this new year in 2022. Very excited. Expecting a lot from the huddle. The huddle, stay tuned, guys. It's gonna be a lot of exciting stuff. So you definitely have to stick around and what the conference is like only I think it's less than 80 days away or less than oh my goodness. very close but definitely stay tuned to the to the huddle we have a lot of very exciting guests that we're bringing on soon so stay tuned stay tuned guys thanks for listening thank you for listening to the huddle if you like what you heard be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter both at Penn State SBC for more updates on our next podcast we are